The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, Andrew Gross. Jalen and I. <laughs> Shall we switch topics then? Yeah, okay. I, I don't know that I can frame this up as good news because it does involve collisions and mm. uh, drinking and driving and dust. But the, the I guess the upside of this is that statistics have shown um, that fatal collisions hit a five-year low in 2016 mm. in our province. Uh, there were 299 deaths on Alberta roads, uh, according to a report published online earlier this month. Um, I think the reason I wanted to talk about it was because I think it's um, interesting and noteworthy to spell out where those and how those accidents happen because it would be something to think about for all of you behind the wheel of a car. The total number of people killed in alcohol-related collisions, a record low of 57. However, alcohol remains a factor in 16% of <laughs> all fatal crashes. So you know what the message mm-hmm. there is. Unsafe speeds were reported to be a factor in nearly a quarter of fatal collisions and 7.7% of injury collisions. So once again, alcohol and speed kill. Uh, in the vast majority of collisions, nearly 86%, at least one driver made an error. In fatal collisions, the most common error was running off the road or while following too closely. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, just a couple of things to think about. Attention, so that yeah. you know relates to distraction. You, you, I don't know how you drive off a road otherwise uh, than to be distracted. Yeah, you're distracted, you're on your phone, you're yeah. fiddling with something. You're following too closely um, to the person in front of you. And almost 25% of collisions in 2016 were intersection related. So again, it, from my perspective, it Number comes, one, you need to stop at them. Yes, and you need to look right and left, <laughs> yes. right? Even if you have a green light, you need yeah. to look right and left. You need to use signals. These are all very basic fundamentals of driving that we talk about all the time on this show that people have stopped doing it, and it causes accidents. Like you, Young drivers of Canada, I took that course when I was 21, 22 years of age and even when you're at a red light and it turns green the one thing that they taught you was to take a look right or left before you start to proceed because you never know who's wailing through at the mm-hmm. last minute those uh, yellow light runners the red light runners yep watch out and it's you know you and I both drive down to Williger from mm-hmm. time to time we see uh, I think you would agree intersection accidents at uh, Rabbit Hill Road and 23rd mm-hmm. Avenue constantly, yep. but it's a, a huge controlled intersection. Yeah. And, and every time I see one, I go, how how did that well, happen? Well, sometimes I think, you know, I look at it, it's the, it's the turning ones, right? People turning and not uh, judging the proper... Mm, and, the, you know, even motorcycles this past weekend, what, there's a, there were the five people that's right. killed over the past uh, week or so, and mainly left turns in front of, of motorcycles. You, you've got to make sure you've got that timing. You can't rush it and and I you see it all the time that people think oh I've got this I've got this I yep. can do it and then you're you're almost clipping the back end if you're not nailing them right in the middle you know uh, along uh, 23rd Avenue between Twilliger and Rabbit Hill Road so that stretch you know on the yep. corner is the SO and the yep. the Tim Hortons across the street is the Petrocan there is a left turn lane uh, the people can go down in order to turn left onto I guess that would be Rabbit Hill Road right there was a head-on collision there last week and I drove by and I, I looked, airbags had been, yeah. so they hit quite hard and hard enough to inflate airbags. So obviously one car went down the wrong way 
it wasn't meant for them to be on that road. It isn't a two-way street. But the two things I sort of thought about it were, well, okay, so distraction had to be a factor in that because how do you not see the do not enter signs? How do you not see the car coming towards you? How do you not notice that it's only one lane? But the amount of damage also told me that at least one of the cars had to be moving at quite a clip to put that kind of damage in. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. But I've seen it. I've seen people going the wrong way on the on Twilliger. Oh, sure. Heading, heading uh, north on the southbound lanes. And I was... And it was early in the morning. It was about four o'clock in the morning. I was coming to work one day, and I was like, oh, "Okay, well, maybe you were drunk. What are you doing? Why are you pulled over there? That sort of thing." Um, had a guy as a Friday night driving home, and I think he was first off. He was in a big. He was in a big truck, and he came flying up on me on the Henday. Yeah. And of course, asked to get around me to get off on the Cameron Heights uh, thing, up and around the corner. And when you come down, you turn on 184th Street. You go down a little little gully there mm-hmm. and there's a little bridge there the guy was two inches from that he just he, he went right over almost hit the girder rail the railing and just jammed it right back over and got it back wow, in really? there so first off you're coming off and it's a wiggly road and it's down what are you doing at that point you know when it's not just a straight out flat away yep to, to end up almost you know pretty much rolling your truck listen I feel like I could. I Man, feel, I got I got rear-ended two weeks ago I know by you a did. guy. I, I was stopped at a red light. I feel like I've told the same story a thousand times, but again, it happened today. So Hi. I'm turning left onto Haddo. There's a car coming towards me that's turning right onto Haddo. So naturally, we can both turn at the yeah. same time. Each of us has a lane, but of course, they turn into the left lane instead of the right lane. <laughs> so with no turn signal. And then they lane change back into the right lane with no turn signal because that's actually the lane they wanted. Then they get to Twilliger where they turn right without a turn signal, although I suppose you could argue that, well, there's nowhere else to go at that point. You're in the turn lane, so I guess we all knew you were turning. Then they get up to 23rd where they turn right without a turn signal. And I thought, okay, maybe people think they don't need to use their turn signals when they're near their home because really there's very little choice as to where they can go or there's very little traffic. But once you're on Twilliger and 23rd, how do you not know that it's a good idea to use your turn signal? Three turns in a row and an improper turn, same car within 60 seconds. But even still, when you're in your own little neighborhood, so you've gotten into Twilliger Town now, there's kids all mm, about, there's, yeah. there's traffic, there's people crossing the road. you got to use your turn signals. I don't know why people don't. Like, why is it? Is it really difficult on some cars? Like, is it located in the back seat? Do you have to pop the trunk to get to it? I mean, it's right there on the steering wheel. It's a natural progression of turning. Your one finger can hit the signal in either direction. I don't understand why you don't use it. Sometimes it actually accidentally hits, so you know it's right there. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I thought this number was um, staggering as well. 428 people killed or injured uh, were not properly restrained at the time of a crash. So still Mm. not using seatbelts. Oh, you would have thought we'd gotten that. I thought that most cars Chedville, won't allow you yeah, to. Yeah, Chedville, how many of you are still not using seatbelts and why? Let us know at 6.30, 6.30. I have no choice. My last it two cars have been... just yells at me. Total nags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't always use a seatbelt, frankly, 10 years ago. I do all the time now because the car has... Because the car mm-hmm. won't stop beeping if I don't. Yeah. And now I've just gotten in the habit of putting them on no matter what. I... Uh, I feel just very safe. I feel like I'm missing something if I don't have my seatbelt on when I when I uh, turn to leave. And it was funny. I was in the drive car wash the other day, and I took a car wash selfie because, like, you know, oh, yeah. 
And I, I looked at him. I go, car oh, wash selfie. That's a new term. Yeah. I didn't have my um, seatbelt on in that. Ah. But it was because I had to reach over to plug the numbers in, and I couldn't get <laughs> couldn't get into it. But I thought to myself, oh, my goodness. But that I remember automatically putting it right back on. Do you know what's funny? I was at the car wash at the Esso, uh, that same intersection yep. we're talking about over the weekend. Carol and I finally, there was such nice weather, yet we weren't out enjoying it. And I finally said, let's just go somewhere. And we uh-huh. sort of made a to-do list of stuff we really didn't need to do, like gas up the car and yep. grab a coffee. And so I said, while we're here, we'll do a car wash. So, you know, you put the numbers in, right? It's on your receipt. So there's a car in the wash ahead of me, the door's down, but it's giving me that red light that I can't put in the code yet. Yeah, yeah, you have to wait. So I wait, wait, wait. And uh, so finally this guy leaves ahead of me and, you know, the other door opens and he drives out and then it gives me the green light to put the code in. So I do. And then I go into the uh, the actual ESO to get the coffee um, with now my clean car out front. And the guy thought, uh, because I was coming in from the car wash, that I had a problem with the car wash. So he was like, was there a problem? I was like, no, there's no problem at all. I go, but as long as we're talking about the car wash, uh, how come you have to wait until one car leaves before you put your code in? It used to be you didn't. And he goes, because too many people drove through the door. <laughs> what do you, why? What more do you need to see in front of you? Another vehicle, a closed garage door, <laughs> there's no room to go. Yeah. But we have to dummy it down and say, well, we won't even we open the door. We have to dummy it down. Yeah. Like, why? Just very basic driving skills. Um, John says, an untold number of fools in their lifted back trucks are black trucks driving like idiots. My friends in BC look at us in Alberta and don't feel sorry if the pipeline doesn't go through. Maybe gas prices will put some of those guys in a Prius. Okay, okay, I'm buckled up and I'm using my turn signal right now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, someone says, I don't trust others' turn signals anyway. And that's, yeah, sometimes I agree with you well, on that Well, I one. agree as well. I don't trust that that scenario I'm talking about, Haddo, two lanes, yeah. and the car coming towards me is turning right, I'm turning left. I don't automatically trust that they're going to go into the right lane because most people don't. Yeah. Some uh, more texts coming here. Just let me uh, favorite them here. Uh, for me, the seatbelt is automatic. I hardly think about it. I have an uncle who hates seatbelts. He is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, JNA, my blood pressure is going up with every conversation today. So I'm an insurance appraiser. I just finished my 11th claim of the day. It's getting really hard to be sympathetic these days. When I look at cars, I can't believe the stories people tell me anymore. I just shake my head and do what I can from an insurance perspective to do my best to nail people on the absolute BS what they try to tell the adjusters in Ontario that don't know how to put windshield washer fluids in their car. <laughs> yeah. okay, whatever that. I never used to wear my seatbelt until one of my close friends was in an accident not wearing his seatbelt, ended up underneath the vehicle. He's okay now, but very, very scary at the time. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? The motorcycle numbers, too, that uh, have come in over over the weekend, as we said, I think there's like five deaths already on motorcycles on Alberta, on Alberta roads just in the last couple, mm-hmm. of, couple of weeks. And, man, there was a time that, you know, I, I would ride my motorcycle in the city. I'm, I'm not thrilled about riding my motorcycle in the city even just from my house to work anymore because I just don't really? feel I don't feel safe. You I just still, don't trust the drivers around you? Yeah, yeah. I don't f- I don't necessarily yeah, feel safe. I'm quite happy when I'm on the highway for some reason when I'm going back through Devon and Calmar and all that way and I don't know maybe that's a you know false sense of security. Um but again, I haven't I haven't actually been on my motorcycle now for for two years, and it's getting to the point. As much really? as I love my bike, I'm not sure if if it's going to continue on in my in in my world at this point. Hmm. And I hate that thought. 
Yeah. I love that because it's one of my favorite things. Of course. Well, and as I say, when I taught the kids to drive, yeah. um, I would teach them the proper way to make a turn, and then everyone around us seemed to be not doing it mm-hmm. properly. And there comes a point at which you think, well, maybe I should teach them not the improper way, but I basically had to teach them that... The way that everyone else is doing it? Yeah, and say, well, listen, you do have the right of way here. Yeah. However, that guy's probably not going to make yeah. the turn properly. I, and I don't know what the solution is. Like, something as basic, like we talked about at the top of this, of, as a turn signal. Is there anyone listening to me right now that does not know where their turn signal is? Could you... Is there anyone listening to me right now that would please argue the other side for me as to why you don't bother using your turn or signal. Or why you slide right into the other lane. Yeah, why can't Go you make a... Go into the left lane and then over to the right I, lane. You know what? Let's not... I don't want to set the expectations too high. Left lanes are complicated. But a right turn. Can't you... The, isn't that the simplest of all turns? You're in the right lane. You arrive in the right lane. It's just that easy. How is it possible you can't do that? Is it the turning radius of the car? Is it strong wind? Is it what is? If anybody can tell me how why they're not able to make a proper right turn or use a signal, I would love to hear from you. Two fifty one on the six thirty chat afternoon news. It's the Monday edition. It's Jalen and Andrew. Boy, so many people. Uh, a lot of you still not wearing your seatbelts. Yeah, a lot of people arguing against seatbelts. Not too many people justifying the lack of use of a turn signal. No. It, it is funny, though, because on something like this, and I, I, I hold myself as guilty as the rest of you, uh, on something like this, you're, you're like, how is it possible you're not using your t- turn signals, right? And then you'll get a, a dozen or two dozen texts saying this is the reason people don't do it. Okay. And so if you only read the texting line, you'd be left with the impression that most people do use them. But it's been my, my observation that most people do not. Uh, well, the, yeah, but you're not seeing most people I guess. every day. And maybe right? I'm so, looking for it now. Yeah. Because the only thing that irritates me just slightly less than no use of a turn signal at all is the turn signal after the turn. You know that lane change <laughs> where they put the turn signal? Wanted to let you know what yep. they just did. I, you don't need to signal that. I can see your car. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, thanks for letting me know. It's sort of like a, a summary of the meeting after the fact. Okay, well, I, I actually was at the meeting, so no no reason to bring me up to date. We had some uh, excitement in the neighborhood on Saturday night. You were just saying, so that's interesting. It's just the weirdest thing. So Saturday night, sitting around the fire. Yeah. And there's a pretty loud party kind of back behind Now, did us. it sound like kids or adults? Um, adult kids. Okay, uh, sure. Maybe twenties or okay. something like that. I, yeah. I wasn't sure, but it was. It was. They were having a lot of fun. Great. And it was while the sun was still up, and then when the sun went down, <laughs> sitting there. Next thing you know, Air One or Air Two, whichever it was, starts <laughs> flying around. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they're coming from way over there. And they did a couple of laps of mm-hmm. the neighborhood. And again, we kind of live in the boonies. Yeah, oh yeah. And they did a couple of laps of uh, the neighborhood. And then next thing you know, that big spotlight lit up the neighborhood like the 4th of July. But that Air One didn't leave for, I'm guessing, 40 minutes. Just stayed up there. 
and circled and circled and you could slowly hear the party getting quieter and quieter. And then what they were doing, obviously, was um, kind of shining the spotlight because the next thing you know, the cruiser showed up. A bunch of police cruisers showed up. Even the police can't find your place. I know. It's tricky. It is tricky. I like it that way. I like it that way. But yeah, it was a good 40 minutes before they shut that light off. So what did you do? Just we just sat pop there some popcorn and, kind of, and yeah, we yeah. sat there and you know had another cold one and just watched what was going on and and then once the Air One finally left, you realize how actually very quiet it is in the neighborhood. Yes, I could imagine. <laughs> but I, the next day, we're like, I wonder what happened over there. Did you did you go by to see yeah, what it looked like? We hopped up. You did. We hopped in the truck. Yes. And we drove over there, thinking that there was going to be like couches on the front lawn or something had been burned down. Nope, nothing. Not a thing. Really? Not a thing. Do you know the people? No. Oh, that's too no. bad, because I like to get their side of the story. I would love to know, talk to some of the neighbors over there. I don't know if it was just a really rowdy, loud party, but... i got to be honest with you. If I, I thought maybe it was an Airbnb that went wrong. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean... That's a great story if you were at the party. Like, that's how yeah. did the party end? Well, Air One Showed came up. and lit us up. <laughs> um, because they, I've had Air One or two, as you say, over my house before. Yep. And, and this is uh, going back probably last summer. And I, I still don't know the circumstances of this other than they pulled a car over mm. and somebody bailed out mm. of the car. So, and they had a warrant on one on the driver. And I think they suspected who the other, who the passenger was. And they had a warrant out for that person too. And I think they also matched roughly the description of some people who had been breaking into cars. So we just saw, we heard sirens at first. Yeah. Then we saw one car just drive down our street with no <laughs> lights on quietly, sort of looking around, but using his little spotlight. Yeah. And then Air One shows up and I know exactly what you're talking about. It was just, boom, it's yep. noon suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> you could see everything in the neighborhood. And he was quite a ways up, then he got really close down, and then, but it was... Huh. Yeah, but I'm just all disappointed because Nosy Me wants to know, was yeah. it just a party that was really loud? Well, you were a witness to it. I mean, was it loud enough that you, if you weren't you, would have phoned in a complaint? Um, not from my house, but maybe if it was my, you know, if it was next door neighbors. But still, this, it wasn't even 11 yet, I don't think. <laughs> like, it's not even... If, I mean, we've had parties yeah. at our house go till... Two, three, oh, four, sure. five in the morning. Yeah. But we're smart enough eventually to move it in. But yeah, yeah. this was still early. Huh. It was just like, shut it. My, my disappointment would be that I didn't get invited to the party, frankly. Well, I wanted to know, yeah. Yeah. And we couldn't drive over at the time. Yeah, I think you could have. Uh, mm. But yeah, okay. Well, I guess you could have walked over if you'd had a few. Yeah, could have jumped a drinks. few fences. Yeah, <laughs> Jaylen and I. Hello, neighbors. <laughs> How'd you like to have a party where both Air One and Jaylen and I show up? The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.